0: We're back. I know we've been gone for a while, but we wanna welcome you back to the come up, top of your game. Today's topic, who is the boss? Do you know who runs your corporation when you're not there? Well, today we're gonna talk about who is the boss, who is leading your office when you're not there, and how a manager or leader should be and what they should do so others can follow into their footstep. We're glad to be here, and Mike is going to take this to the top of your game today.
1: Who is the boss? You know, this is something, everybody wants to be the boss, um, but there are some uh, things that you need to know and way to conduct yourself in order to be a good manager um, so let's start off with the definition of a manager uh, which is a person responsible for supervising and motivating employees and for the direction for directing the progress of an organization um, and then you know some people say well then what's what's a leader Well, you know a leader it's kind of like uh, sets the uh... the goals uh, of of a com of an organization uh, takes action uh, to fast and decisive action when needed, um, ma- manages and uh, you know keeps track of the competition and inspires others to perform. So the manager is more of a hands-on, uh, day-to-day. The leader, sh- the, a leader is somebody that's, that's overall. So th- there's a there's a difference, and once you're managing, you'll see the difference. But it does take some leadership skills of course to be a good manager um, you know i I've, I've i've managed uh, my own bank branches for over the years and i just want to start off with those of you who want to be a good manager one of the things and that doesn't mean, mean just for a bank but for any business you need to do the basics and you need to lead by example okay that's that's number 1 you need to you. You can't go around telling your all your employees one thing and you're doing the complete opposite. So lead by example. But the basics are important. Things like being early. Uh, you know, not just on time, but getting there first, getting there early. Um, set goals and not just attainable goals. Just make them a little bit higher, so it could be you know. Uh, so that you can in, encourage success. Um, have regular updates, meetings, huddles, things like that. You all know what I'm talking about. Uh, it could be a few times a week, even conference calls, things like that, Zoom meetings. Uh, implement some new ideas and plans for to increase sales or productivity. Um, and then when you do have your meetings, make sure you open up and just have some comments. Uh, Great new ideas and things like that, but not a gripe session. But but as soon as it starts to turn that way, shut it down, shut it off, turn it around to something because the focus is on doing better, being better, improving, making more sales, you know. So those are some basics of just being... A, a good manager leading by example and just doing those basic things early on top of course um dressing properly you know lead by example you know dress appropriately business like for your organization.
0: Mike, Mike Mike Mike, I wanna talk about how today's world has changed. Being a boss is different in today's world. hmm Yes. So yeah. I understand what you're saying as you describing or saying what a manager should be doing but in today's world our young people are a little different and they are more sensitive they feel that they're entitled so how do you handle that as being a boss in your you know, world
1: I, I, I don't like this new thing about you know everybody on the team get, gets a certificate of achievement and all that stuff you know Uh, I want to reward success. Uh, That's important for a manager too. But a manager is also responsible for um, getting mutual trust in an organization, focus on an employee's strengths. Uh, uh, You don't have to micromanage, but be assertive, help them develop their careers, help them to be better. That's why I like corrective action. I like the term corrective action, and I like and I like what corrective action does corrective action if there's a problem with an employee just don't go fire them don't get all emotional and fire them that's not your job and that's kinda like punking out on being a manager you know unfortunately and this I'm speaking to younger managers right now I'm I could tell you this because I've managed for many years and I'm older okay I'm older than these younger kids out here now so I'm telling the younger managers out here now, do not fire people for every little thing, that's not managing that's that's copping out if if there's a problem with an employee um, recognize it you don't have to fire them talk to them about it, pull them to the side pull them in the office and say something yeah, and you don't have to write them up there's a you're a manager. You can make those decisions. When I was running my branches, I didn't, if, if there was a problem, I didn't write people up right away. There was a process. They actually, there was a waiting list to get to my branch because they knew that I was fair. And they knew that I cared about them as an employee. So, uh, if there was a problem with an employee, I would talk to them. If it went further, then I will uh, have a um, verbal warning. The first one didn't even count. I was just giving them a chance. Then the second was, I start recording it on the next conversation, verbal. Then, if that, if it still got worse, then it will be a written first action, corrective action, written. Then a second. Now at that point. I think I have now. I can, I really could fire them on that second one, and definitely fire them on the third. Um, but then you, I don't have to do that either. I could write them up three, three times and not fire them. So you don't have to go write to fire. You know, this the people think now they got to get you, gotcha moment. You know um and unfortunately a lot of that happens in politics and a lot of politicians you know there's a lot of bad politicians out here you know you're fired you know you know what i'm talking about but you don't have to go there so you can manage better use use that corrective action if you want to use that three strikes and you're out thing great i that's what i use for corrective action the three strikes and out but remember as a manager you still have the ability to decide when you want to fire somebody
0: Okay, Mike, so I just want to know, so do you think um, being a boss and being a manager that coaching, like coaching your employees on things that they are not achieving, so do you think there's a part in there that we can develop some type of coaching for these employees that are not reaching their goal or their success, regardless if it's a bank job, a a Ford Motor Company job, any jobs that's in corporate America. What are some things we can coach our employee, um, employees on that they can do better?
1: You know, Carmen, I didn't even know when I was a manager that I was also a coach. I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't, you know, I was doing all that stuff, but I didn't have all the definitions for what I was doing. But coaching is so important as a manager that is absolutely what I was doing and it absolutely needed now and I know you are a coach yourself now and you know that uh, that's so important Uh, and I think that's what's missing with a lot of managers, younger managers now. First of all, get the experience, get some experience managing and then you also need to be able to coach your employees and maybe that's what one of the problems, and I don't know if the universities are covering this as they should right now, but there needs to be more, um, uh, uh, let your managers know to get the experience. And then also, they need to be coached so that they can be good coaches. That, that is really, you know what, I really think that's probably, aside from knowing your job, coaching is, no, is right there. Is right there because you got to be able to manage people and and now that a lot of stuff is virtual zoom and things and conference calls uh, it's it that being a good manager and coaching uh, because you're not there with the people all the time but you do see their work productivity and you see how they react with different employees it's, it's very important it's got to be a part of being a manager and it's got to be a part of training and that's something that, yes, I, I think that right now uh, this coaching part of it has got to be um, really important and they've got to go through that, yes.
0: You know, Mike, you think that um, as a manager sometimes we have to get our feet dirty. I mean, do you believe in that or do you feel that they should always delegate? I mean, a good manager will also get their feet dirty because yes. your staff want to see... Yeah. That you're able to jump in and do lead
1: by example. Lead right. by example, and, and cause you mentioned that. every once in a while, come by. Don't you don't have to micromanage, but every once in a while, um, roll up your sleeves and um, step in, you know, uh, and so that they can see you side by side with them, you know. Uh, every once in a while, you can do that, but let them do their job. Let them do their job, but and then also know who your employees are i know that some big organizations you can't know all of all of your employees but every once in a while um pull their file see what their reviews are like um uh and when you are in that area uh have conversations with them it, you know, you like I said, you won't know all of your employees, but every once in a while, try to connect and let them see you, let them see you working, um, and let them see that you are, you know, taking a, a serious part of uh, of what they're doing, that you take the job seriously, you take them seriously. Yeah.
0: So are you saying be a human, be be at a human level with your employees, like getting to know them? Um, you know, find out more about their family. Not a, you know, you're not trying to get in their right, business, not, not but not just that, to no. find out enough to understand in case they come to you and said uh, they need a day off. And yeah, they, I, I think you know, just
1: know more than just their name, <laughs> no more than you know, no more than just their name. Know something else about them so that <laughs> when you see them at a meeting, if, if if I remember when I was at the bank. It felt good when I walked into a, a, a meeting, a big meeting. Let's say three or four hundred people, and and my manager walks in and says something like, uh, um, "How's that? How's that new fancy sports car you just got? Um, um, I saw I saw it the other day when I pulled in into your uh, at, at your office at your lot, and it looks great. You know, because then I know they knew that you know that was that, you. That, that, that was me, right? <laughs> <laughs> they know who I am. So that, that, that means so much. Well, uh, you
0: know, I can talk from experience. Uh, when I first started with Corporate America in the Bank, there was this one particular office. It was such a, it was like a family. When I walk in there, I just felt like I was walking in my second family. Uh-huh. You know, everybody was pleasant. Everybody was a team worker from the manager all the way down to the secretary we were just all a team worker everybody was a good family we were always happy we were always having lunch together dinner together we did a lot of things together the difference now is our younger generation being managers they or being a boss they really don't understand the importance of getting that connection together where they're doing things together they just come to work or we're online doing virtual don't really interact with each other you just come in and in they quarters. were
1: part of that um... social media generation of video games they have um... um and i'm once again speaking to younger managers there you all you guys have social flaws because you're so used to being by yourself communicating playing video games uh, on social media, on the cell phone, that there are, you know, social flaws. You've got to be able to connect with people, uh, uh, you know, and you've got to be able to, uh, like I said, the experience, they, uh, you lack people skills, you got to, um, and a lot of younger managers feel uh, superior or, or better than others. Um, sometimes I think that's the fault of some of the um, uh, bigger universities, um, you know, uh, the more exclusive universities, so when, the, when they come out of uh, some of these universities, they feel like they're gods, you know, I'm just saying that you're missing out on some social flaws. So I'm hoping that when we promote this video today, we promote it to the younger managers, new managers, because these are. I'm not picking on you. I'm just telling you what is going on. I've I've lived in that world as a uh, as an experienced senior supervisor, and then younger people come in. Uh, But let me say something positive about the younger managers, though. They're energetic. You guys are very energetic, you have a lot of energy and a lot of great new ideas. Maybe you don't know how to implement them, but those are two strengths. There's some great ideas and there's a lot of energy, but, uh, but not much experience and then full of social flaws. So you've got to kind of build up your strength on that, make sure you get some experience and coaching skills uh... so that you can be a, a, a better manager let me list off some of the things before we wrap up on uh... being a good manager uh... make sure that there's mutual trust between you and your employees um, focus on uh... The, 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 your employees strengths don't just fire them like i said focus on their strengths help to encourage them don't micromanage but be assertive you don't have to be a weakling and um, but you also don't have to fire everybody either be assertive uh, you are going to be able to handle pressure, don't choke out, Um, you know, that's another issue right now, people not being able to handle the pressure, you know, um, be able to handle it. This is serious, that is serious because some people really take this pressure thing uh, to another level. Don't let the pressure get to you, don't let it get you down mentally, okay? Um, Communicate honestly, like I said, new ideas. Be, be a, um, a strategic thinker, um, analyze, um, make sure that's in, in part of it, be a role model, and then finally uh, recognize your good employees and reward.
0: The topic is who's the boss, right,
1: yeah.
0: or who's the boss. So sometimes we have people that takes the boss position and is not the boss. What do you say <laughs> to those people? Because I'm saying that there's some situation where we might have someone that they report to the bigger boss and they lie and, you know, they're the mischief. They're the mischief of the office and they cause a lot of drama and they try to dictate stuff. How do you handle that as a person that is has been a manager? Uh, How do you handle having someone that creating a problem in the atmosphere?
1: Um, you can't let anything that they do negative, uh, don't let it go. You got to keep bringing it up. If they say something or do something or act a certain way, um, bring it to their attention because you need to start documenting all that so that... Um, there's a timing then then you can tell them, you know what you have this is what you did f- six months ago this is what you did five months ago this is what you said four months ago uh, you know document it and then then you can say this has been a pattern every time you did this or did that, it started up some sort of drama or trouble, and this type of confusion this causes confusion in the workplace it causes um uh resentment anger and they are bringing down the morale of the office uh make sure you document all that stuff because then after a while they'll see uh, they were the ones they were the ones that caused all of these things if they didn't do what they did if they didn't say what they did if they didn't uh uh... try to ruin somebody's uh... uh, record or career uh... in the office then those things that person would not have had a problem so you have to document all that stuff don't don't let it go don't don't think anything is too little when a troublemaker does something like that and then but document it. and when that troublemaker does something you do have to you at some point and this is a good situation where you may want to remove that person from that work environment, wh- whether it's suspension or, or, or removal or termination. So document whatever, no matter how small it is, so that those those things pile up, you have enough ammunition to say, you know what, we've got we've to terminate you because you have caused all of this trouble in our department. Those are troublemakers. And they will do anything to ruin you on, on their way up the ladder. They'll step on you. Um, if they know anything about you, they will release that information. Those are troublemakers. And let me tell you, if somebody knows something negative about you in a work environment, somebody will use it against you at some point. Um, just remember that. But you have to uh, uh, address everything that those negative people do. you got to address everything so that you can document it.
0: Well, before we go, I just want to share my little list of what I believe corporations need to input into their everyday work life. Uh, I believe with everything that's going on in our world, mental illness, suicide awareness, everyone has some kind of issues going on I believe corporation needs to put in place some kind of life coaching or you know something for mental health awareness inside their corporation where people can go if they're having a moment you can stop take a break and go and talk to someone I also believe that corporation needs to bring back a family atmosphere where people can do things with their family, maybe go to the zoo, do a zoo event. Oh, with um, other go, employees yeah, and with their Yeah, with other families. employees and their yes, family. Yes, that has been lost over and the years. that yeah, will right. kind of bring people more together, get to know each other. We don't separate each other, you know, from each, you know, we don't, we're not separated from each other will understand each other more, get to bond with each other. I also believe that um, corporate America need to really pay attention to their employees and see what it is they can help them with by growing, by developing program that will help them grow. There's a lot of people in corporate America that have higher position with no degrees and you know, they need to be trained a certain way. So I think corporate America needs to bring in a communication advocate, someone that can teach people how to communicate, what not to say, and what to say. Uh, if you have someone that caused confusion in your office, that person might need to go talk to a coach so they can learn how to coach people instead of reporting people with negative information. So there's a lot of things that corporate America can do differently. A lot of people are working from home now. So you still got that connection lost because you're not seeing each other, but there's still issues there also because you can hear the vibe when you're talking to each other through the virtual, you know, if someone is upset with someone. So I believe corporate America needs to put in place some kind of mental health awareness program. And I'm saying in place, meaning inside each individual office, yeah. corporation. And not
1: just for the employee, but for the manager, too.
0: Yeah, not just the EAP where yes, they call on gotta, the phone. The but manager also having, needs
1: that help so that they won't get stressed out, so that they won't be depressed, and so they won't feel uh, like a failure. Uh, either so there, there needs to be support all over, and that's just post COVID. I think because of COVID,
0: I, it was needed before COVID, but I believe COVID has really made it more, you know, that it's needed more yes, now. Yeah. But thank you for listening to us. This has been great,
1: Carmen. Uh, this is a lot of information, and I want to make sure that we target this to new uh, managers, younger managers, because this is a lot of information. We've been there. We've been in these situations, and so that's why uh, that's why we're doing the podcast. That's why we're doing yes, this. Yes,
0: this is just for information, and um, Mike came up with Who's the Boss? Yeah. So When you're in your office, think about who the boss is before you take the role. And we thank you for joining us on the come-up, top of your game. Look forward to seeing you or hearing from you soon. Enjoy your day. Thank you.